Hey there, you're listening to Pop Ponderings. I'm Lindsay Poisson, and I'm here with Dave Richards. Hey, Dave. Hey, Lindsay. Uh, today we'll be talking about The Walking Dead. So, huge spoiler alert, if you are not caught up with The Walking Dead or fear The Walking Dead, you might want to save this podcast for later. But, if you are interested, we are going to catch up with Season 5 of Walking Dead before the sixth season premieres on October 11th, 9 p.m. on AMC. And uh, we will also do a post-mortem on Fear of the Walking Dead, which just wrapped up recently. So um, without further ado, Dave, would you like to start us off with recapping just briefly season five? Do you remember what happened? (laughs) I was trying to get caught up on it because I'm so excited about uh, the show coming back again. And uh, season five, I thought, was was really strong. It had a lot of crap that happened. Oh, it did. Uh, exciting stuff. I mean, they finally found a place that looks to be the safe, safest of all the places they found so far. Mm-hmm. And yet, even with that, you can tell all sorts of craziness is probably going to start coming. Mm-hmm. Because we know there are now people outside the compound look to be a little crazy if they're carving initials into zombies foreheads and stuff right we, we know they they lured uh, a couple of our heroes Daryl into a trap using zombies yes so some nefarious people are, are still out there and of course through the whole history of the show this has continued to happen to them they they're looking for some semblance of civilization some semblance of a sensible community here maybe they found it in Alexandria, Deanna seems to be somewhat sane and stable, not a egomaniac. We will like, see. <laughs> not, not, not like Gareth, not like the governor, who were intense crazies. Uh, and yet we know for Rick, this is still not enough. He doesn't, he doesn't like her style. At the end of season five, he clearly was telling everybody there, look, you got to shape up. you got to learn how to be a warrior like me, mm-hmm. but you're never going to make it. And now we will see whether the townspeople are going to go along with Rick and agree and, and, and suck it up and, mm-hmm. and learn what it takes to actually survive in this world or whether they're going to throw his ass out. Right. You know, I know it's a post-apocalyptic world, but these people cannot catch a break. I mean, I, was, I, I briefly went over the first episode of season five and they were still in the train car. Um, at Terminus Um, so they were dealing with that and then you think of all the 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 stuff that happened throughout the show they ran from the cannibals Um, they found the church and found that priest who has his own dark past and then they're still running from the cannibals who are chasing them um, and uh, eat their friend Bob unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) poor Bob and they also learn uh, maybe there's not as much hope as they they thought you right. know they've been spending so much time protecting a guy who said he knows that a cure exists if he can just get them to somewhere mullet guy mullet guy and then he turns out he was lying to everybody there may not be any such thing right so, so you've got the despair of that that knowledge washing over them as well like i said they can't catch a break um, so yes, they did, and like you said, they ended up in Alexandria after all these awful things just keep piling on. Um, they finally find what seems to be a safe community, and there seems to be some struggling within the group that 
um, like Michonne, um, you know, really wants this to work, really doesn't want Rick to find an issue with this, um, wants him to calm down. And, um, but some of the, the survivors are, are just so battle-hardened. They can't, they just know what's out there. They can't help it. It's become part of who they are. It is. It's, it's almost like uh, soldiers who come back now and have to reassimilate into society, and a lot of them have trouble doing that. Sasha, I think, has that clearly. Yeah. I mean, she seems to be a very damaged person and uh, in her behavior. She definitely has some kind of post-traumatic stress thing going on, I think, from, from everything. Yeah, and again, her, her brother died in season five, so, I mean, just a lot of stuff happened. Just So that's, that's where we are with season five. Uh, we left off, as you said, with Rick uh, kind of um, freaking out and going nuts and um, actually shooting uh, an abusive husband um, and the, the the community's doctor. So now we are um, season six. What do you think are some of the things that we'll see? We're, we're going to see whether the community is going to embrace Rick's style or or Deanna's style. Right now, they have been trying to almost act as if everything's normal in their little community here, mm -hmm. and and haven't paid enough attention. I know they sent people out on patrols, but those people weren't even the best people. They they got killed along the way. Not really pros. Right. So the, the whole theme of the show in a lot of ways has, has been how much of civilization can you really go back to when this threat is out there in the world? And then also how corrupted do people become now living in a lawless world? Mm -hmm. How much of your soul and your sanity and your humanity can you retain when all this is going on? Rick seems to personify this more than anybody. I think he's been a reluctant leader at times. Uh, and then, but when he looks around, I think he realizes he's pretty much the only one who could really do this. And he has to rise to the ranks of being a leader. And he's had struggles with his sanity. He's, he's bordered on madness at times. He's always seems to be able to come back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So in this new world, on, on the scale, you know, of, of like humanity, you know, where is it going to settle at, mm -hmm. you know? Between, you know, retaining the good qualities of, of mankind and being as brutal or nasty as you have to be to stay alive and keep things going. It's it's an interesting that's mix, the, so that's that's what keeps the show interesting for me. Exactly, it's no longer about zombies anymore, or you know, and it's not bashing black, in heads and stuff like and that. It, and it's not black and white either. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are lots of shades of gray. And again, I think the show does a good job of that. And I think the show also, uh, season two, I found to be really slow and, and bogged down. And I think ever since that, they've really done a good job of mixing the action and the exciting and the suspenseful parts we're still developing character mm -hmm. uh, and three-dimensional characters that you you care about mm -hmm. they've integrated those two aspects of storytelling much better in season six we'll probably still continue to see uh, rick struggle with his own humanity um, and we'll as you mentioned earlier we will see the divide in alexandria and how that plays out um, but you also mentioned something key earlier, is all those crazies out there 
were mutilating these corpses and leaving them around uh, for people to find and did trap Daryl and that other uh, gentleman. Um, and if anyone hurts a hair on Daryl's head, <laughs> I will I will be seriously miffed. Um, he is definitely my fave. Uh, I, I'm finding Michonne to be changing to her character. She seems to be, you know, kind of softening up a little bit mm -hmm. and uh, easing up. She seems to be closer to Deanna's way of doing things now mm -hmm. as far as what, the way she wants that community to be more than, uh, than Rick's side. I'm wondering if there's going to be a divide between the two of them mm -hmm. this year, sort of a break. Uh, if she's if she's going to become a opponent of, of Rick, if she's going to sort of be on the other side. It's I, I see hints of that so far. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I should admit right now that I've not read the comics, so yes. I do not know what is in store, what's coming down the road. Neither of us have read the comics. Uh, well, I, I mean, I've, I've seen some of them, but I'm not a devoted uh, reader of the comic books, so um, we're just spitballing on what we've seen in the show so far. So, so uh, that threat outside the community uh, They've done a good job of teasing us on that so far. We don't know how large this other group is, mm -hmm. but we do know if they're they're carving things, they're, they're, they're sending messages out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and they booby-trapped that whole uh, area that Daryl was in. That's right. Um, pretty pretty ingeniously. So they're, they're gonna be a force to be to be reckoned with here. I mean, your other two big threats, uh, Gareth, and then and the whole cannibal crew that was that was after them before, and the governor. I mean, they were they were clearly way way out there. Mm -hmm. Now you've got a group that apparently has some smarts and and and, and wits about them too, and what they're doing. So I'm curious to see how serious that threat is, and 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 how they're going to deal with it. Right. And I'm even beginning to wonder: Is there any safe place? I mean, every everything they've tried. Can you really close yourself off from everybody else and continue to fight threats from the outside? Mm -hmm. In this, I'm not sure if they can. You would think a prison would have been safe. You got built-in walls right there. Fencing, that didn't work out so good. Towers, ammunition, uh, but that's that's going to be the question at the heart of the entire series. Maybe like uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, they should just hit the coast and find a cruise ship and yeah, why survive on a carnival cruise line why, why hasn't anyone just stolen an ocean liner? But that brings us to Fear the Walking Dead, um, which uh, is the limited companion series, the six episode series uh, to Walking Dead that um, it ended October 4th. Um, I, I've caught up with it. Dave, you've been watching it. What did you yes. think of the series? I, I like it. I, I am not as nuts about it as I am about The Walking Dead. Right. Maybe it's just a matter of which came first. Uh, it, it's developing things slower because I think in a way, once Fear of the Walking Dead reaches a point where the city's gone and they have to leave and be on their own, mm -hmm. it's turned into The Walking Dead then because yeah. we're basically in the same situation. You're following people as they're trying to stay alive outside the city. Mm -hmm. So I think using the first six episodes to really show the city falling apart and what, what happens then was a really good way to get going. Yeah, I think uh, any Walking Dead fan came to fear the Walking Dead with some skepticism, with a little bit of uh, hesitation that 
are they going to botch up the entire franchise with this? But it's not—it's not a sequel. It's—it's it's, uh, like I said, it's a companion series. It runs along with *The Walking Dead* and mimic or uh, mirrors some of the uh, events that are happening. And um, I liked the detail. I liked—if um, you remember—in some of the early episodes, they had the fake news footage of uh, people being shot down by the police and nobody mm -hmm. knew what was happening and it started all these riots um, even if you listen to the radio announcements as the characters were driving they kind of filled in some of the gaps of what people were thinking and how they were trying to come to terms with what was happening I, I still found some problems with the show sometimes uh, I know there was a scene with the family at one time they're hunkered down playing Monopoly and yeah. Sorry, I don't know how I can play a board game when I know. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, a lot of that is some when they seem so calm in situations where I know I'd be freaking out. I mean, a rolling blackouts, um, uh, the neighbors across the street, uh, a zombie-like figure um, tackles a woman, and they're like, oh, just shut the curtains. I mean, yeah. what were they thinking? Wouldn't, wouldn't you be trying to devour as much information as you could? And wouldn't you be all over the internet or what, listening to the radio or trying to watch TV instead of like turning off the TV and playing Monopoly and mm -hmm. trying to... I, I didn't understand that. Maybe, maybe it's different in L.A. I don't know. <laughs> a little too laid back for me. I in thought. Erie, we would be all on this. I'm Erie, in Erie, you would be on the Victorian princess. <laughs> <laughs> Taking your chances. That's right. Um, so, uh, but Fear of the Walking Dead, um, a lot of that explanation and slowly looking at the beginning of the epidemic, um, that that really helped because that always, that always bugged me about the Walking Dead. Um, I mean, they sort of touched on it, and then after they left the CDC in, what, season two or first season or whatever, um, they just kind of dropped it. Right. They dropped the, the questioning of what's happening and how do we stop it and how's it spreading and that sort of thing. And then Mullet Guy, I mean, they were taking him to Washington, but nobody ever really questioned him. I mean, they, you know, they had one... Uh, scene where he kind of explained away that oh you would never understand because I'm a genius and I have a mullet but uh, <laughs> nobody really questioned him and that always bugged me me because I'm a journalist I would totally question that guy and at the end of Fear of the Walking Dead uh, Travis seems to be uh, emerging as sort of sort of a parallel to Rick I think a little bit in the other show he finally has some action here. He's been passive for the most part, kind of afraid. He mm -hmm. didn't even approve of the torturing of mm -hmm. the one guy. Yet when he sees that guy shoot somebody, he's all over him. Yeah, the mysterious uh, former military in El Salvador guy. Right. Um, yeah, and I find it really interesting that in this series, I mean, compared to The Walking Dead, when we had this healthy fear of zombies in the beginning, the zombies aren't really don't really enter into it. We're we see the military as a scary aspect. Sure. That's that's and and the things that they're doing and the the lengths they go to to contain um, the um, untainted population. That's that was very interesting. Yeah, there there were some parallels there. You know, like in World War Two when they rounded up the Japanese and kept them in internment camps here. 
similarly anybody with any kind of a symptom or there, there might be sure they, they round them all up for everybody's protection and of course they won't communicate they won't tell anybody what's going on they're keeping keeping secrets mm-hmm. uh, a lot of parallels there as well but this mr strand guy i had like a total tyler durden flash he i don't know if he's a you know personification of the devil or he's just really spooky and creepy um and just so happens to live on a hillside mansion and um, have a boat that they can escape on and i want that place that, <laughs> just, <laughs> that place he lives man i jeez, I, I wouldn't leave there man I, I love it they get in there and they're all drinking a glass of water and they're all like oh this is cool let's just stay here and he's like no we're out of there he's an interesting character I, i'm not sure where they're going with him and i like that i don't know where they're going right. with him everybody else seems to be tad predictable mm-hmm. um this guy we really don't know much about. He he's sees. well-spoken, has a, a suit without a spot on it. Um, like I said, he's got a little bit crazy in him, yeah. um, a little bit of a, a player vibe. I, I'm interested to see what happens. S- same here. And do we know yet with season two, is it going to expand out from six episodes like Walking Dead did? Or is it? I'm not sure. I don't think that I helps. hope it. I hope maybe it does. I say that hesitantly as a, a a main Walking Dead fan. I'm still hesitant about this companion series. I'm anxious to see where it goes. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep following it. I I don't think it wrecked anything. I think it it was far from like a disgrace or or anything that tainted the original series. Mm-hmm. I I think I think it's good, but it's not quite up to the Walking Dead level yet, which is still is great television. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, That's all the time we have. Uh, You can listen to more Pop Ponderings on iTunes or find us at GoEerie.com.